Welcome to episode 17 of The Power of Books. My name is Timo Jübner, I'm the founder of Timo's Notes, and in this show I interview popular non-fiction authors about their best-selling books. And now I also start sharing reading tips and other valuable insights around non-fiction books and reading, starting today. The goal of the show is to introduce you to new books and to provide you with helpful advice and practical tools to live a better life. In today's show, I'm going to talk about how to find your next read. And it's going to be the first solo show, so I'm really excited for today and how it goes. You can expect insights on creating a reading list, the different intentions of reading, and what questions to consider when picking your next read. So now I'll dive right into it and I'll share some of my tips on how I pick my next read with y'all. And I'm going to try to keep it practical and actionable today. So whenever you pick your next read, you have some some steps that you can follow. So first things first, the most important thing is to ask yourself what the goal is with the next book that you're reading. And um, for me, there are three different goals or three different paths that you can choose here. The first one is, do you have a particular question in mind or a problem to solve. So do you have a particular intention for reading this book? The second one is, are you just reading to satisfy your curiosity or broaden your horizon in some way? So just trying to learn something new. And the third one is just for pleasure. So that's usually fiction, but it could also be other things, but this is mainly where fiction comes into play. So once that is clear, once you know why you're reading or what you want your next book to be, there are three different paths, and I'm going to start with the first one. So if you have a clear intention, so if you have either a particular question in mind, a problem to solve, or a specific topic that you need or want to learn more about, then here's what I would suggest that you do. First of all, you want to write down the question or the problem that you want to solve as clearly as possible. So try to be very precise. And then search for books which cover that specific topic or will help you uh, question, answer that question or solve that problem. Also, you know, you could either search online for that or you can ask friends or um, look at recommendations from like popular people or whatever. But first make sure that you know what problem you're trying to solve. So here's an example. If I know that, you know, I'm, feel, I'm not feeling good lately and it's because my sleep is off. I'm either not sleeping enough or this quality of sleep I'm getting is just not good. Then my question would be, how can I improve my sleep quality or quantity in order to feel better during the day or to be able to perform better during the day? That could be my question. And then I would um, go online and search, you know, for books about sleep or books about sleep improvement. Or I would ask friends or maybe look at some health influencers that I'm following uh, if they've recommended a book about it. So in this case, for example, you might end up finding Sean Stevenson's Sleep Smarter, which would be a perfect fit to solve that problem for you. Another example is, um, let's say, 
you like me and you're hitting the gym and you want to build muscle. So your question or your problem is, how can I build muscle? How can I become bigger, you know, stronger, whatever. Um, you do the same thing and you might end up with a book like Bigger, Leaner, Stronger, for example. So in this first path, you define your problem, you go online, search for, first you search for like more general, more uh, broad terms, and then you try to narrow it down to find a book that really answers that specific question. Maybe to put, uh, to pick another example that is a little more specific, you could go with, you know, you're an entrepreneur or you're starting out, you want to make money online or whatever, and you don't really know where to start, um, but you know that you somehow first have to create a product or an offer or something like that. So, you know, there are tons of different entrepreneurship books, marketing books, business books, whatever out there, but most of them at this early stage, they won't help you. So you could read books that are very advanced. You know, you could read marketing books, like how to sell your product. You could read sales books and all that kind of stuff. But if you don't really know what you're selling yet, it won't be useful. So you shouldn't look for a book like that. Instead, by doing the research, you could end up with a book like $100 million offers by Alex Homosi, which is all about finding the product that you can sell that users or that, that people want and need and then how to create an offer so that they are willing to buy it. So that's one example of a more specific topic. Now the second path that um, you can pick which is to read to satisfy your curiosity or just generally learn something new and broaden your horizon for this one, I would honestly just recommend picking something that fascinates you or that you've wanted to read for a long time or want to learn about for a long time. So, you know, whatever you're interested in, this could be like so different for each person. If you're into sports, you know, it could be a, a great book about basketball. Or it could be a biography of your favorite soccer player or, or um, baseball player or whatever. But if, you know, if it's something more general, it could be a book like Factfulness, which is like, yeah, very broad and like for people who want to learn about positive uh, change in the world and stuff like that. Or you could read a book like Sapiens, which talks about um, the evolution of humankind and like what shaped our behaviors and so on. So it's just for, for people who are generally interested in like what drives us like how did things play out so that we ended up where we are today, basically. Or two other books that um, could be really interesting if if you're like into science or just want to read fun, quirky stuff, kind of are books like How To or What If. So yeah, that's just if you want to satisfy your curiosity, I would just say go with whatever fascinates you, whatever like, yeah, gets your attention. And then lastly, the third path is just for pleasure. Well, you could really pick anything that you feel you might enjoy. But as I said in the beginning, usually for me, this means uh, fiction. And it could be science fiction, you could, it could be a novel, it could be whatever. Um, but uh, to give you one example, maybe a book that I read 
uh, two years ago. It's called Blackout, and it's about you know what happens when the entire uh, continent of Europe basically uh, the electricity stops running. So um, because of a, ha a hacker attack. So what happens then? And it's all fiction, but it it has a connection to the real world, and that makes it very interesting. And that's which uh, that's why I really enjoyed reading it. And it's a, a great story. Yeah. So, but as I said, with this third path, you could really pick anything that uh, excites you. Now to to go ahead and get to a, to a different topic, kind of which questions to consider when picking your next book, and this mainly applies to the first path, because honestly, the second one and the third one, they are not that hard to figure out. You know, it's basically just picking what you're interested in. Um, but with the first one, that's really tough. And that's where most of our choices, I'd say, uh, categorize. Because most of us, most of the people in this community, we read to grow. We read to solve specific problems and then find specific answers. And because we want to improve our lives. So here are a few questions that I think you should consider when you p uh, pick a new book. So, first of all, again, is, is this relevant for me right now? Because we often end up reading books that other people recommended or that are on bestseller lists or that we feel we have to read because a lot of other people have read them. But and especially when I started reading and when, I, when like the whole bookstagram thing and everything started like four years ago, I, I observed this, like you had people reading books about marketing or business or startups but it wasn't even relevant for them because they were working a job you know they were maybe not even interested in starting their own business they were not even in marketing they were not even running a business so why would you read a book about business if that's not what you're doing you know so it doesn't make sense it's not the most relevant thing you could read right now same goes with other topics you know if you're really in shape and you know what you're doing, you have a workout routine, you eat healthy, a book about a proper diet or how to work out is probably not the most relevant for you at this point. So the first question, is this relevant for me right now? The next one is, does this apply to me? And this is also a tough one. I think with most books, it's probably not necessary to ask this question, but there are certain books that are very specific and apply just to a certain group of people. You know, let's say it's a book for young parents who want to raise their, their children. So if you don't have kids yet, it doesn't apply to you. Um, a good example is Ramit Sethi's book, I Will Teach You To Be Rich. Because all the American people I know, they praise the book and say how great it is teaching you things about, you know, 401k and whatever but this doesn't apply to me because i live in germany and these things don't exist here so it's not really a good book to read for me in this term because it doesn't apply to me that's uh, one question to ask yourself does this apply to me um, another question is who has recommended this book and uh, this is very helpful because you know if you have role models if you have people that you look up to or that you want to model then this question 
can make it really easy to pick a book because um, you know if your favorite person online or if the person who whose lead you're following has recommended a certain book then it can be a no-brainer to read it because you trust their recommendation so much um, so yeah this question I think most of us already have it on their radar but it's definitely good to consider um, the next one is in what style do I want to consume the information you know do I want to read a story? Do I want to read it in a textbook kind of style? Do I want to have something very visual because I don't like reading too much? Because um, then you can pick a book uh, based on that as well. Um, for example, if you want to, again, learn about uh, money, finance, personal finance, you you can find a lot of books that are very textbook style, like, you know, very technical and like not easy to read and really not also not much fun to read but you can also find books that are kind of based on a story like rich dad poor dad or the psychology of money has a lot of stories and analogies in it um, or books like the richest man in babylon you know which is also basically a story so there are different styles of consuming the same information basically then the next question, a very obvious one, how much am I willing to read? You know, am I willing to read just 200 pages? Am I willing to read 400 pages? Or does it not matter at all how much? You just, you know, it doesn't matter. You just want good information. So it's a short one, but definitely important to ask yourself. Then another question is, do I want something broad or something very specific? I would say generally when you read about a new topic or when you start exploring a topic then it's better to have something broad again for example the psychology of money or rich dad poor dad those are both very broad books about the topic of finance or money and if you want to be more specific you know if you want to read about value investing or whatever then you might end up reading the intelligent investor or other investing books that follow a specific investment strategy for example and then I have two more questions um, that are kind of uh, similar. The first one is, does this still apply? And is this time tested? So this is to avoid reading old books that are outdated and to avoid reading books that are too new and they haven't proven themselves yet. So is this time tested? Like have people done this, applied this technology or, or technique or methodology or whatever before and they were successful with it. If yes, good, go ahead, read it. And does this still apply? And this is a huge case with the intelligent investor. You know, even the author himself said that the, the stuff he shares isn't even relevant anymore because things have changed. That's why there are so many versions of the intelligent investor, so many updated versions. So yeah, probably it's not even worth it reading the book anymore, at least not the very detailed specific parts of it, like the broader general principles, of course, but uh, not the things where he really goes into how to pick a certain stock, for example, or how to evaluate a business, because things have changed too much over the last few decades. Now to get into the last step or the last topic that I have, um, and that's about having a reading list or collecting and filtering books. 
So it's really a way to accelerate the entire process of picking a book is to have a place where you collect good books when you discover them. And then once you look for a very specific one, you can just filter through your collection. So I'm going to tell you what I use, even though I don't recommend it. And I'm going to give you some other suggestions um, that you could do. So what I do is I basically just add all the interesting books that I come across to my wish list on Amazon. <laughs> and as I said, I know this is not probably not the best and not the best stru structured way of doing this. However, the biggest reason I do this is because I can find most books on there um, and I can find many of the English books or less popular books on other German bookstore pages. Um, because either the English version is not available or whatever. And another reason obviously is because I often buy my books on Amazon. So it's easy, you know, collect them on there. And then when I want to buy it, I just put it in my card and order it. Um, however, as I said, it's probably not the best way. There are a lot of other possibilities. Uh, one good one that I wish I, I would have used it earlier, but now, you know, I have this big list and I, I don't want to move it to a different uh, platform, at least um, not to this one. But if you're starting out with building a reading list, then Goodreads could be a really good option because they also basically have all the books. Um, and it's kind of, yeah, I actually like the app. It's a cool app where you can track all your reading, share your reading progress, share your reviews and notes and everything. Um, so it's generally generally a good tool. And another suggestion, and actually I'm working on this right now, so it wasn't quite true that I don't want to move my reading list because I'm doing it at the moment. Um, I'm working on building my own database of books on Notion. So I want to include all the books that I've read in there, um, like with tags and, and like ratings and everything. Um, to have a better overview and a better structure. And once I've done that, I also want to move my reading list there. So I want to add all the books that I consider reading in the future or that could be interesting to me um, in the future. I want to add all of these books to that database and make it, um, yeah, tag the books with all different properties and then make it um, filterable, you know, so I can whatever I'm looking for, you know, whether it's the length of the book or whether it's the topic or the genre or the popularity or whatever, the author, I can just filter the database for uh, a book. So that's what I'm working on right now. And yes, yeah, I said, if you have a reading list, it makes looking for a book a lot easier because you've already had a broad filter where, you know, you made sure that the book is generally interesting for you or someone, you know, has recommended it. So it's in your list. And then once you search for something specific, so again, let's say um, I'm going to run an ultra marathon later this year. And let's say I want to read a book about it to uh, prepare my training and everything. So I'm going to go to my reading list and search for running or ultra marathon or mental toughness or training or diet or something like that, whatever I'm looking for. And then I can already see all the books that I ever added to my list that talk about that topic and then pick one um, that I think would help me at that moment to solve my problem or yeah, to answer my questions that I have. So to wrap it up, the biggest takeaway 
is to be clear on what you want to read and why you want to read it. Once you have that, it should be quite easy or fairly easy to find a good and the right book, you know? Asking the right questions is the most important thing. And formulating the right question to solve your problem is the most important thing when trying to find your next read. Yeah, second takeaway is to ask yourself certain questions to filter uh, out books that are just not worth your time. And third takeaway, have a reading list that you can use to pre-filter books and then accelerate your process of finding your next read. All right, guys, that's all I got today. That's how I pick my next read. I hope uh, you found this short episode valuable. I would really appreciate it if you could give me some feedback since it's my first solo episode and also the first one in which I share insights about reading and my personal takes. So let me know if you want to uh, have more of these shorter episodes of me talking about such things or not. I'm really interested and stay tuned for my reading list database. As I said, I'm working on it right now. And once it's um, once I've done, like I, I've completed it, I definitely also want to make it available for you guys so you can benefit from it as well. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed it and see you next time. Bye bye.